Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. On today's Saturday news, did a demon just get teased on SmackDown? Brock Lesnar is returning to SmackDown next week. What WWE contract clause was non-negotiable for Adam Cole, bebe? And a huge match from All Out is now going to be on AEW Rampage. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan to talk all things wrestling news. Uh, but before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, subscribe to the channel and links to each story is in the description. So click the timestamps and off you go. But up first, what have we got? We need to talk about this, Bala. My goodness, because as you probably know at this point, there was a big main event, wasn't there, on SmackDown last night? There was Roman Reigns taking on Finn Bala, first ever Universal Champion. These guys have just always clashed over that belt. It's one of the long, weird storytelling things that they've had in WWE for quite some time, if you look back on it. But that match happened. Bala got jumped before the match even happened, because that's just what Reigns gets his, his bloodline to do now. So he got jumped by the Usos, and then they had this narrative playing out across the match of Bala overcoming, getting jumped, and just being this fighting babyface. But he still couldn't get the job done. There was an insane near fall for like a coup de grace at one point, and I was like, he's done it, he's finished, game over, big shot, but it didn't happen. And then as Roman Reigns was leaving the match, he had his music on, like, ah, all that was going on. As he like got halfway down the ramp, the lights flickered to red, and there was like a heartbeat. It just went, duh, duh. and you could hear like the gasp in the audience. They were like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what's going to happen? Is it going to be the fiend? Is it going to be this?" And then it just stopped. Yeah. And then Roman Reigns was like looking around. He was like, "That's very weird." Okay, I'm going to carry on going back, going back into the back. Okay, cool. That happened. So it, instantly, people were like, "Is this going to be the fiend? Is the fiend coming back? Have they swerved us?" Probably not. No. It seems a lot more like the demon because it's the heartbeat. If you listen to the demon's music, obviously from all those years ago now, because it feels like we've not seen him in forever. That's something that happens before. Like you get the heartbeat or the red lights, and then he comes out, and ugh, it's terrifying and scary. We've not seen the demon since I think Super Showdown in 2019. So it's been quite some time. I adore this gimmick, like this this version of Bala. I mean, all he really does pretty much is paints himself and a few little colours, puts a few, a few tassels on himself. But the intensity that he put it puts into his character makes him believable that he could beat just about anybody on the roster. And if you're going to put that up against Roman Reigns right now, this could arguably be his biggest challenge to date because I don't think the Demon's lost, if I'm if I'm not like, I just want to check that. I've not really done my full fact check on that, but I don't think the Demon's lost in WWE, am I wrong? 
I don't think so. No, I couldn't remember a time. I was just trying to think then as you were talking about it. Um, but that's in, therein lies the issue, I guess, with the demon. Like, we've not seen it for a very long time, so it's going to be something new. It's going to be something special. It's not been paired with this version of Bala's character, sort of the more Prince Devitt version of Bala's character. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see how he ties that all in together. But last time with the demon, WWE got a little bit carried away <laughs> with all of that. Oh, look at all these action figures and things we can sell. And then we had the pumpkin demon and it all just went a little bit to, to pop. Uh, so hopefully we don't do that again. Hopefully we keep it special. Um, but I am worried about it, the demon losing on its first outing back in so long, if it does happen. Or maybe he's just teasing it, I'm not sure. I feel like if they do do it, they do do it, there'll be some form of dodgy booking. I feel like we've got Brock Lesnar yeah. just in the ether. He's just kind of like just circling. I feel like if they, they do that match, Balor will be on the cusp of doing it. And then Lesnar will just get involved and just be a dick and yeah. cost him the match. And I think it'll keep Balor feeling strong. And then he'll probably revert back to being like this, this Prince Balor. And he'll just have that in his back pocket. I think and that's the thing. He just it wants will. it there. And it will add another chip on Balor's shoulder that he can use to feed into promos and things going forwards. But speaking of Brock Lesnar, you brought him up there, so we may as well move on. Next week is going to be Super Smackdown. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Brock Lesnar's coming back. <laughs> so therefore, it's going to be Super Smackdown. It's going to be in Madison Square Garden. Uh, it's going to be the first time Brock Lesnar has been on Smackdown in almost two years. Uh, but not only that, the huge return of Brock Lesnar finally cashing in on that huge return at SummerSlam three weeks after it happened. Bang. Um, we're also going to get Seth Rollins versus Edge round two, which I assume is going to go 1-1 one, one, and then we'll get the rubber match at Extreme Rules in some kind of probably TLC match or something you've got to imagine with Edge and Rollins. I'd be into it. Uh, and we're also going to get a Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair contract signing for the Extreme Bulls match as well. So a big SmackDown planned next week. And over on Raw, we're getting the rematch that everybody wants of Charlotte versus Nia Jax. <laughs> Yay. I love a shoot fight. It's going to be great. <laughs> let's, let's focus on SmackDown. I don't want to talk yeah. about that. Not that red show. Like we're, we're blue boys through and through. So that SmackDown looks hella good right now. I mean, all like Brock Lesnar just being there. He's just got all that star power. Going back to Madison Square Garden is just, yeah, that's awesome. my jam all about that because it's just got a feeling and you hear people like I was listening to an interview with Triple H last night and he was just talking about the fact that he just wants to go back to Madison Square Garden one more time and have a match it just means so much for people like Edge as well who've had all these memories they've forged and made and in terms of the TLC thing, interestingly, I remember, again, another interview, probably not too long ago, where Edge was saying he, he doesn't feel like he could put his body through a TLC match again. I feel like his feeling will definitely change as soon as somebody goes, hey, Edge, you've got a potential to steal the show again, Mr. Seth Rollins, fancy TLC? And he'd be like, yes, yes, I do. I could, I could just <laughs> see that coming in straight away. Super excited for that SmackDown. It's gonna be it's gonna be massive and it's good. I like big shows, big like specials, you could say. I just if we go down the super route and they keep doing super shows going forward though, and we get that weird period, where was it, like 2009, 10, 11, where you had like the super show raw. Yeah. No, we don't want that. Let's just, just keep one little super show SmackDown for now and going forward. But I have no idea how I'm gonna segue into this because we've gone super show to somebody who's not going to be on the show. Ah, there we go. Adam Cole. Sorry, that was bad. I'm my bad. I'm just, it's Saturday morning. We're waking up. Come on, give me a break. He's, he's apparently told WWE that there was a contract clause 
that he wanted in his contract if he was to sign back on with WWE that was non-negotiable. And this clause was, he was not willing to give up his Twitch, all right? I know it's oh. a thing with WWE right now, They've all these third-party bans and all the, that edict that happened. He was not a fan of it. And he was like, no, it's my baby. You're not making me give up my baby. And Fightful Select are reporting that the, the obviously, former NXT champion, he, was, he considered that non-negotiable during all these discussions. And that led to WWE being a bit reluctant to come to the table in the first place because they had no leverage. They couldn't say, oh, you, you've got to sign with us because we've got X, Y, and Z and you've got no other options. He's like, no, I've got a rather cool option, actually, where my girlfriend is and they let us do that. So what are you going to do? So it just seems understandable for him to do that. And he's got all this power to do it right now. He's just, I, I've got so much respect for Adam Cole for doing this because he's he's got the world at his feet. He knows what he wants. He wants to be able to wrestle all these great matches and have this like nice push and not be just shuffled down a mid card and fed to monsters. And he wants to have that Twitch income and that little life and just a hobby that he enjoys because once he's done with wrestling that's still going to be there and like he doesn't just want to chop that off the legs and everything then just not have anything to come back to do you know what i mean if, it, if it's his baby it's his pride and joy and he's built it up he has every right to look after his twitch so massive respect to adam cole absolutely yeah it's one of those things that he's been very vocal before about how much he enjoys the twitch side of things and how much he likes that sort of instant connection with the fans and just getting to sort of chill out and play games and in interact with the fans and just do something on his own terms um so yeah all, all credit to you for wanting to keep that it's quite the bargaining chip that you've got it's like it's this or nothing mate so good for him um but moving over to AEW now and the big match between pack and andrade el idolo that got taken off all out uh due to travel restrictions or travel issues it was said um is now gonna be on next week's AEW rampage so a huge match set for AEW Rampage. I am very much looking forward to this match. Uh, Pac is one of my favorite in-ring workers at going at the minute. He's absolutely incredible. And Andrade El Idolo uh, is just also absolutely incredible. I don't see how this can possibly go wrong. This is gonna be absolutely fantastic. Let's get Andrade's AEW run off to a better start than it has been because the build to this has been a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, I think he needs this kind of match to go off really do you know what I mean he needs it to go off with a bang because I don't think I don't think Pac's capable of having a bad match he says yep. touch all the wood because he's just been fantastic he's been in such a, a vein of form ever since he came to AEW and I think Andrade just needs a bit of that rub just needs somebody to mesh with and I think the intensity Pac's going to bring to that match hopefully will lure a bit of that out of Andrade as well and I think yeah all signs just point to this being a banger a, a rampage free banger like we, we spoil we spoil yeah. Phil absolutely can't wait all out and then going into that good times but let's move over to your twitter questions and we were talking about adam cole uh so the first one comes from matthew malam Millam, malam one of them uh who says uh do you see adam cole costing the books the titles at all out in revenge for killing him on being the elite well, Kenny Omega put a little thing on his Instagram a couple of weeks ago of the, 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 the shot of Adam Cole's face being all like, eh, I'm dead. So they've not forgot, and they've not forgot it happened. I mean, that'd just be, it'd be a very cute piece of storytelling. They're just like, I never forgot <laughs> yeah. that you killed me and I became, uh, my soul went to NXT and then came back. And ah, I'd love to see how they try and like just infuse that into a storyline but yeah i don't know i think that'd be funny but i'm not sure they'll go in that <laughs> yeah. direction per se <laughs> yeah i don't think i think there's 
uh, a hell of a lot of history that you can play off there that isn't necessarily just him being killed on being delete, although that would be very funny. They'll probably bring it up on being delete at some point, but whether it makes its way to AWTV or not, I'm not sure, but there's a lot of history that you can play off with the Bullet Club and things like that uh, with Adam Cole. It's going to be an interesting time. All of this, it's very interesting time to be a wrestling fan. Kind of love it. Uh, so the next question comes from Mark Salad, who says, uh, Morning, my dudes, looking into the future, what do you see as the main event for All Out 2025? Give me Face Jungle Boy versus Heel Griff Garrison. The Varsity Blondes can go far for years, but I can see him getting bigger and becoming a good heel. That's a, oh, that's a, that's a strong idea. I quite like that. I mean, you just, having to look through that roster now in my mind, it's... God, take your pick, really. It's like a Will Hobbs versus Orange Cassidy main event. Something along those lines. Like Hobbs playing the heel, maybe or maybe even Hobbs playing the face and they've somehow turned Orange Cassidy heel. Do you know what I mean? That'd be insane. And even, to be honest, I think the way this company's progressing as well and the way it's evolving, like by the month from the from the feeling of it currently, I would not be surprised to see the women main event like all out as well. Like having like somebody like... Layla Hirsch, for example, who I just think is getting better and better and better every single week. Like her just rising up and having this this credibility as an all-around ass whooper who's just like small as anything but could just kick anyone's ass coming up against a monster. Like it's just there's so many talented people in that company right now. Young people as well, which is the best thing. Like your jungle boys who just it's it's frightening to think that he's like early twenties right now and he's he's out wrestling everywhere it's just it's frightening so take your pick but i would i'd, I'd go for an outside pick there and just say I, I, there's a strong chance the women could be main eventing all out uh my mind immediately went to mjf who is at the end of like a year and a half at least run with the title of just beating everyone and talking everyone down and then someone like a jungle boy coming and finally getting him at the big stage and then jungle boy's first championship against an uh, mjf one that's been going forever that's what I'd go for. Sammy Guevara in there as Sammy well. Sammy Guevara could take on Tay Conte. Ridiculous. Like that. It's the just amount of young talent I've got over there. Uh, but the final question of the day comes from Luke Cullen, who says, what's a gimmick or gimmicks that you knew was objectively terrible, but you couldn't help but love? Thanks for all you do. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. Ooh. I don't know whether to like incite the wrath of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, all right, I'll go for a guilty pleasure one. I really like Simon Dean as a kid growing Bad. up because it wasn't that I was like the big Simon Dean fan. He had signs. I was like, ah, I just wanted Simon Shake. There's none of that. It was just every time he came out and just made a tit of himself, he knew he was going to get battered by somebody big, strong, and like terrifying. So I was like, yeah, Simon's coming out. He's going to kill him. It was that, yeah, that <laughs> got me excited as a kid. Good stuff, good stuff. I can say uh, Simon Miller was also a massive fan of Simon Dean. So you weren't alone. <laughs> the bald guy thing. We just like yeah. it. Um, I am going to go for Rosie, the superhero in training. <laughs> uh, obviously bad with Hurricane Helms. Uh, it was absolutely ridiculous. And if you take the first letter of superhero in training, what do you get? I'm not saying it, though. Clever. Uh, also, <laughs> he's from the Anawaii family. So you take the guy from a historical wrestling legacy that includes like Rikishi and the Usos and Roman Reigns, obviously, uh, and then you put him in a superhero in training outfit and pair him. Uh, yeah, I'm putting him in with Rosie. Genius. Absolute genius. You, you must be a massive Nicky Ash fan then, Phil, yeah? Oh, yeah, 100%. All the way. All the way. <laughs> 
Uh, but that's it. I'm going to have an end finally on this just because I saw it on Reddit and uh, on Rampage last night and it's just really entertaining. But did you see the guy in the crowd offering CM Punk a drink on Rampage? I had to do, I had to do the write-up for the website on it and I've watched it back about 15 <laughs> times. And it's, it's Punk is just the best person when it comes to managing this situation because he's not like really humble, like, no, no, sorry. He just looks and goes, dude. <laughs> do you even know who I am? Like, just my whole stick. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I'm getting out of here. Let's, let's move. Let's move. Yeah, that was funny. Get that out if you've not. It's brilliant. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, that is it. If you want, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Phil My Chambers and you can follow Gareth at GMorgan04. And you can follow all of us at What Culture WWE. Make sure you do subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, including your favorite gimmicks that you knew were a bit crap. Let us know. Um, <laughs> And dog is moving. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, Ups and Downs is coming later on for AEW, Rampage, and SmackDown. And there's going to be a Y at some point, probably tomorrow, and some other things. So watch the them all. Stream. Stay on. All Out the Stream. The All Out Stream. That's what I was going to say. Adam Cleary and Andy Murray are doing the stream for All Out. So join them at midnight UK time, 7 p.m., I want to say, um, American Eastern time. That's, uh, yeah. We know, we know time zones. We're lucky good at this. Americans. Yeah, lucky, lucky Americans. Lucky Americans. Gosh, Darren. Fucking it for Cleary and Murray. They're going to be there till like six in the morning. That's what we do because we love it. We love it. We, we do. love the content. And I've got Monday off, so I'm going to watch it on my own time. <laughs> That's the spirit. And enjoy it. Uh, but most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.